Hi everyone, my name is John Locke and I'd like to welcome you to the winning trade, but first the required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We're not broker dealers or financial advisors and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial and please make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that the trade we're going to be demonstrating today is a hypothetical computer simulated trade. It's believed to be as accurately represented as possible, but keep in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many, many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke. I'm a trading performance and success coach with Locke and Your Success LLC. And myself and my team help traders win in the market and in life as well. And today I'm here to guide you into the realm of high probability trading. Now in a moment, not now, but in a moment, we're going to be going over the winning trade. But before we do, let me quickly explain what we mean by an income or high probability trading strategy. An income strategy is where we put ourselves in a position to generate profits through the passage of time rather than depending solely on price movement to go in the right direction, meaning that we can often make money whether the price goes up, down, or sideways. Now, this doesn't mean we're going to make money all the time, but it does mean that the probabilities of us winning are much higher than they otherwise might be. Now, when you find yourself wanting more information as you're following along, simply contact us at LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com or ask questions in the comments on this video and we can direct you to where you can find more information. All right, let's move on. The winning trade we're going over today is called an X4 version 17 or a V17 for short. And the version 17 is a high probability positive theta broken wing butterfly strategy that we use on the SPX. The strategy itself requires a minimum of $3,500 per trade. The example size we're going to be going over today is going to be a significantly larger trade. It's going to be a $35,000 planned capital position. This position here does not have a profit target, but in general, I would expect a good month to return somewhere between 5 and 10% of our planned capital. We do have an exit loss trigger in case things go bad, and that's going to be 7.1% of our planned capital. In the case of a $35,000 trade, that's going to equal $2,500. Now, the position is typically entered 77 days before expiration of the given cycle, and we enter it as a broken wing butterfly with a 60-point wing on the one side and a 40-point wing on the other. The trade typically runs about 60 days, so it's a fairly long-term trade, but it takes very, very little time to manage, and it's really an extremely simple and effective trade. So let's look at an example. So the example that we're going over today, it's a January 2020 expiration position, so it's a recent position. And if we go 77 days before expiration for January 2020 monthly options, we're looking at Friday, November 1st, 2019. So here we are in this cycle here. We have our options chains for January 2020. We are going to initialize this as a put broken wing butterfly for a debit. You could also do iron broken wing butterfly for a credit. Uh, it doesn't really matter. We just use put options most of the time in our examples. Here, we're going to come in, the asset price is actually at 3,063. We come in somewhere around 20 points below the money with our short strikes. So that's gonna put us at our 3,040 put options. And we sell 20 of those in this case, because we're doing 10 contracts. And then we're going to go 60 points down and buy 
our 2980s and 40 points up and by our 3080s. Now at first we just want to model this position. We don't want to arbitrarily enter it as a 60-40 broken wing butterfly. We want to model this in our software. We want to take a look at what our delta is. So if we come down here to our delta, our delta in this case is approximately 18. Okay. Now this delta number is going to vary a lot depending on what our implied volatility skew is doing. Now we don't necessarily have to know what that means in order to trade the strategy, but that's what's causing the difference in delta. Sometimes this will be negative delta, sometimes it might be positive 40 delta. A lot of times it's relatively close to zero. This is positive 17, it's a little bit more positive than normal, but it is within our entry parameters. So everything's okay, everything being okay, we can just enter, in this case, a 60-40 broken wing butterfly. Now, had our delta been too high, in other words, had it been like, for example, positive 50, then we would be adding put protection to bring that delta down a little bit. And had our delta been, say, negative 20, we would be taking some of these 3080s and bringing them down to 3070 or shortening these, this upper wing to get our delta into an acceptable range. So. Generally, in this position, we want positive delta. Matter of fact, we don't really allow the trade to go more than negative one delta at the end of the day at our checkpoint time. So from here, what we're going to do is we don't watch this all day. Um, it would be like watching paint dry. We're just going to come in once a day, and we're going to check towards the end of the day what our delta numbers are, what our positioning looks like, and you know we'll make a choice from there. So you're going to see that this is a very simple strategy. Very rarely would you have to do a lot to it during a trade. I mean, you'd have to be in the middle of a market crash or something to be be overly active with this. So here's our starting position. And if the market comes down too far, and by too far I mean underneath our short strikes, so our short strikes here at 3,040. So if we get under 3,040, we're just going to roll this back and reset it. And to the upside, we're just waiting until we go negative delta. And if we go negative delta, we're going to shorten the front wing. So simple as that. And as far as exiting, we're going to exit this when the monthly expiration cycle two months out is 77 days to expiration. So as we're trading this, we're going to have overlapping trades. We enter this one 77 days to expiration. When our February gets 77 days to expiration, we're going to enter that one. Uh, currently, we're actually in a December trade. January's 77 days to expiration. If we're trading this regularly, we're closing our November trade today. We're in the middle of our December trade, and we're entering our January trade. When February gets 77 days to expiration, we're going to enter our February trade and exit our December trade. And when March gets 77 days to expiration, we're going to be exiting our January trade and going into the following monthly cycle, which is going to be April. So that's essentially how this works. Like I said, very simple, very easy to manage. If you want to see what our December trade looks like, I can kind of pop us over to there. Um, currently looks like this. It's up $2,630 approximately. And again, this is this is going well. So this is kind of how the trade plays out with an upside move, uh, as you'll be seeing. So let's take a look at our January. Uh, this is our entry position. So from here, it is November 1st. We don't make any moves in this trade till December 13th. But let's just go ahead to, let's just hit December 2nd for, for a minute. So on December 2nd, this is what we look like. Now, if you remember, the trade had positive delta, 
and positive theta, we had some time that went by. We literally had an up move in the in the market. Uh, it's a down move on this particular day, but we had a we had an up move in the market because we were back here. Actually, we look at the price chart. We went into where November first, so we entered down in here. We had a fairly substantial up move in the marketplace, and we had positive theta. We had positive delta the whole time, and we're actually down a little bit of money. This is extremely unusual, but it does happen when the market goes up and implied volatility goes up or doesn't come down enough at the same time. We can get a, what we call a crushing of the T plus zero line. That's kind of what's happening here. This tends to happen when there's kind of a lot of fear in the market and a lot of people buying put protection. And what that does is it keeps our T plus zero line abnormally flat and it prevents us from adjusting up uh, too quickly. So here, we're not making the money we should because normally when this happens, what's going to happen is you're going to get a rise in the T plus zero line and sometimes the T plus zero line, and this this is the T plus zero line, by the way, the this little blue curved line here, will usually pop up higher and give us some negative delta and force us into upside adjustments. Uh, when this happens here, it's an unusual implied volatility situation, and some strategies will literally lose in this case. But this one here, it holds its own. It holds its own. It's it's uh, it's not problem. It's not a problem. It's just less profits uh, in the long run. And you'll see this trade here actually is going to return less profits than normal, and this is why. But anyway, let's go to our next adjustment, which is actually I'm going to take off the trades. And I'm going to go to the first adjustment on the trade, which is the 13th. So we entered it early in November. We go all the way to December 13th. That's like 40 days. And we have had no adjustments as of yet. Finally, the implied volatility is starting to straighten out a little bit. And we are starting to see a little bit of negative delta in the position. So we're going to shorten the upper wing a little bit and bring this just a little bit positive delta. And you can see the difference that that makes in the position. It gives us a little bit, raises our expiration line, which is this uh, flat line, uh, up a little bit, and it gives us a little bit more positive delta in the position. And we will let that adjustment happen here. I'm just going to unclick this, and you can see that option moved here. So we're up $850, and that's the situation here. Now, our next adjustment doesn't come for a while, so let me just go to... January, let's go to December 31st. So December 31st, if we look at our price charts, you know, we had this little uh, down move here, little blip in the market. So we started back here in November, we had a little blip in the market uh, on our way up, and then it just continued higher and higher and higher and higher here. Now we're, we're way higher than where we started. We're currently up by the end of the year, about $1,500. Our delta is relatively flat. We're still experiencing an unusual implied volatility skew, and the reason is because normally we would have had to do adjust this up by now, but uh, but that's not happening. Let's just go to our next adjustment date, which is actually on January 2nd. So on January 2nd, the we're starting finally starting to bring in a little bit of negative delta here. We're currently 15 days to expiration, so we're near our exit date. We're going to actually exit the following day here. Uh, and it certainly would be acceptable to leave this position alone, but for the purposes of demonstration, we'll show you what, what, what the normal adjustment strategy is. So we're due to exit the following day. 
when March is 77 days to expiration. But if we were going to make an adjustment here, if we're going to follow the guidelines, we are going to shorten this up some more. That's going to put a slightly positive delta, and it really doesn't make a whole lot of difference in the expiration line, but it does make some. Let's see what happens here. I'm going to take off my thing and we make that adjustment you see the the five 3080s go to 3070 and this here is our current position and if we go to the next day again i'm going to unclick the i'm going to ignore the trades and go to the next day you can see we actually had like a 21 down point down move so that actually pushed pulled it out of our profit slightly with the down move but nothing catastrophic, and it is now time to exit because our March is 77 days to expiration. So we'd exit this, we'd go into the March trade, and if we were to exit this, we're going to end up, or we should end up with a profit of somewhere around $1,540. And that would be about 4.5% of our planned capital. So this is a lower than normal profit for this trade. Usually when the trade goes well, we're closer to 10%. But we talked to you about why. It's just because we had an unusual implied volatility skew in. We had a very, very large price movement in the index. So the combination of those two things, it kept our profits down. But still a really nice example of the X4 version 17, this episode's winning trade. If you like what you see, I encourage you to join us and discover how you too can follow along with this and other great strategies as they unfold during our weekly options for webinars. And we can also learn about upcoming winning trade presentations and our trading success blueprint. And perhaps best of all, you can get information about our free trading performance podcast where you can learn to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. If you have any questions or comments, or anything you'd like to see in the next winning trade, we'd love to hear from you. Simply comment on this video below so we can get those answered for you. And we'd also encourage you to come on over and see us at thewinningtrade.com where you can find past episodes of The Winning Trade as well as a lot of other fantastic bonus information on how to profit through income trading. And please remember to subscribe and comment on our YouTube channel where I will personally answer any questions you may have. Thank you, and we'll see you on the next winning trade.